hope you're in the mood for another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club because we've got a really great book for you. Uh, Mark Sullivan is joining us. His his amazing historical novel based on untold true events. It's called The Last Green Valley. And Mark, thanks for being with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I think your your story is epic. And we're new to you as an author, so now we have to read Beneath a Scarlet Sky, your other... Which was featured, Mark, by the way, this morning on the Tamron Hall show. Oh, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Yeah, they had their book club, and then one of the people said, well, this was my favorite book of last year, and then they show your book, and I'm like, he's coming on our show today. today. And we just have a little (laughs) personal connection because we have family in Bozeman for the past 30 years. Oh, well done. Yeah. Well done. So So we do like going out there. Okay, so Mark, um, give people the setup for The Last Green Valley. Yeah, so as the book opens, it's March 1944, and the young Martell family have a terrible decision to make. Do they wait for the return of the Soviet bear, or do they run with the Nazi wolves who have promised to protect them? And they decide to run with wolves, and they embark on this extraordinary journey, caught between two armies for much of it, uh, across Europe in search of a time where they can run for freedom. Mm. And they they basically live on this dream of this mythical green valley that they hope someday to find and live in. And... uh, that sustains certainly Adeline throughout the story and, you know, other things sustain Emil. But, um, yeah, it, it's a remarkable story, and I couldn't believe it that I actually heard the story not 250 yards from where I heard the first part of Beneath the Scarlet Sky. Well, tell, it, yeah, tell that's people a great that, because we learned that at the end of the book, you know, I think in your yeah. acknowledgments about how that, because that's just amazing, because... Both Julia and I and many of our people who are in our book club love historical fiction. You know, Kristen Hanna, she blurbed your book. And I mean, we just are big fans of finding authors who create compelling, compelling stories around something that really happened to make us feel, you know, the bravery and and the the terrible things that people have Have endured endured before us. So, yeah, you got to tell us that story, how you came up with this story, The Last Green Valley. Well, a lot of people after Beneath was published were telling me I would never find another story like it. And I was saying, well, you know, I actually think I will. And sure enough, all these stories started coming at me and I had to have a way to filter them. What was I looking for? And I looked back at Beneath and I saw that really, in essence, it was inherently um, moving, healing, inspiring, and to some readers, transforming. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's what I'm looking for. And I heard a lot of great stories, but not the one until November of 17. And I meet this guy at a Rotary Club meeting, a dentist, who tells me that I need to meet this family, the Martells. And a couple of days later, I find myself in Bill Martell's driveway, and I realize I'm not 200 yards, 250 yards from where I heard Beneath at a dinner party. <laughs> so I knock on the door, and Bill starts telling me the story about how his family came to America, and I'm getting the chills. And I can hear it. It's morally complex. It's a wild adventure story. It's got everything I'm looking for because... 
ultimately it's this amazing moving story of these people who had a relentless drive to be free. Mm-hmm. And just what they went through in their wagon and their horses and the treachery and having both sides, the Soviets and the Germans being okay. worried about it. it I guess I I felt I'm a you know modern European is uh, European history is one of my minors mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about the Great Trek. Yeah, about well, the 120,000 people Soviets who escaped the Soviet Union under the Nazi driven you know control. Right, right. Yeah, I had never heard of it either until he started telling me, and then I started looking it up and saw it was all true. And um, I've subsequently, of course, met many people who have been on those tracks or who had parents who were on those tracks. So um, it's pretty well documented. There's a couple of museums in Germany where I was able to go and um, see a lot of exhibits about how it happened and why it happened. And um, also that, you know, I didn't know that in the months immediately after World War II, there was a general expulsion of all ethnic Germans from all Eastern countries. So you had 20 million people on the march at that point, of which, you know, Adeline and the two boys are, uh, are part of mm-hmm. uh, later in the book. And I didn't know anything about that. It's, it's, it's just an amazing story. If you're just joining us, we're talking with bestselling author um, Mark Sullivan. His latest book is The Last Green Valley. And, you know, Mark, you talked about, you know, wanting to write books that are moving, inspiring healing um what what was the martell's reaction when the book was finished oh they were thrilled you know in large part because i gave an explanation for something that had always baffled them and that was the fact that their father growing up under stalin had had learned well the value of not sticking out of being unnoticed of not trying to be better than you were because that seemed to give you a one-way ticket to a gulag as it had to um adeline's father who was never seen again and his own father came back a broken man so that's who he is still you know despite the trek when he's taken by the uh, Soviets despite everything they've been through and thrown into this prison camp. And the Martel sons always never understood how he went in this one person and he came out of the experience about nine months later when he escapes. And he's a completely transformed being, someone who takes risks constantly and sees opportunity. And I was able, they they didn't have any idea of how it occurred. Uh, Bill Martel thought that um, there had to have been someone in the camp, which was a horrible place, mm-hmm. uh, who bolstered his spirit or, you know, made him see the world in a different way. And so that's where the character of Corporal Georgi came from. Yeah. I love that I'm story. getting chills even again. Um, um, so Bill and Walter Martell, they are six and four when their family fled. And Bill is the the son that you talked to that you got the story from. And then did you guys, did you retrace the Martell's route yeah. from Ukraine yeah. to so, when you did? Uh, yeah, so I was lucky that um, both Bill and Walter remembered the trek. Uh, Bill was the younger guy, Walter is the older boy. Um, and uh, they had many grandchildren, and those grandchildren had a lot of interaction um, with Emil and Adeline and remembered a lot. Uh, that even the boys didn't remember. They had to be recalled with it, and they confirmed it. 
Um, so I had that, and I also had recordings of, of Emil and Adeline describing the trek and, to a certain extent, the, uh, um, the, his time in the POW camp, although mm-hmm. he did not like to talk about it. So um, at that point, I understood what, how it all laid out, and, yeah, I went and retraced it. Um, I went with Bill and Walter to Ukraine. We found the ruins of the farmhouse that they flee from right at the beginning of the novel. Right. Very emotional for them to see the long arc of their life laid out before them. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the site of the actual POW camp, and we were in the basement uh, where Emil was held at night. And the energy in there was palpable, and they both broke down crying. Mm. Wow. Yeah. What amazing. A, what an amazing experience for you as an author to be able to be with the family and retrace the tracks and everything. It just kind of it just gives you chills. And you have so much, you know, I, there's so much richness in your story that br- brings this to life. And I'm wondering, you know, like, did you talk to other people then who survived the track? And, yes. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I talked to many other people who had either witnessed or survived it because. I also retraced it through, like, the border, the western border of Moldova, across Romania, Hungary, Czech Republic, north, and into Poland, and, uh, you know, where they were when they were separated, all of that. So, uh, and I was able to find various people along the route who did enrich the story with their own recollections of what happened. Were they, and, uh, were they all, like, in their 90s? Yes, they yeah. were. Wow, I've got I've got all these pictures of them on my. Uh, it's, they're on my Facebook site. Oh, okay. Of these old so people it, that I was able to talk to. So is that where people can follow you, like on Facebook, if for author stuff? Sure. Is go to your yeah, Mark, it's Sullivan. Mark Sullivan author, and um, I'm my website is MarkSullivanBooks.com. Okay, Mark, um, we got to ask a personal question here. How did you end sure. up in Bozeman, Montana, from being from uh, the East Coast? Well, I um, after working as an investigative reporter in California, I moved to Vermont, which is where my dad was from, and where I spent quite a bit of time when I was a child, uh, either there or in Boston. And um, I always thought I wanted to move back to New England. Uh, when the when I, the opportunity came, I bailed on newspapering and went to Vermont to write. Uh, my wife supported me. It worked. And everything was good until I made the mistake of going out to Montana. (laughs) And I fell in love with it the first time, and then the second time, the third time, the fourth time. And by the fifth, I was wondering, why am I going back? I love it here. And uh, I'm we just, you know, I'm a writer. No one cares where I live. And I I sent sent Betsy out at the worst time of year in April when it (laughs) could be kind of funky. And she fell in love with it, too. And we've been here 22, almost 23 years. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. That is amazing. What's happening with Beneath the Scarlet Sky? Did that get optioned? Oh, it's been optioned. It's in development. Okay. Um, we may have an announcement soon about who's going to play General Layers, which is pretty cool. It's a great actor. Okay. Um, cool. Just awesome. Yeah. We're thrilled. Well, wonderful. And um, they're continuing to work on it. So it's all good. They're, well, the, they're going to do it. I, I believe it. So That's awesome. Well, congratulations um, to you. And for people who want to read you. an amazing book, The Last Green Valley by Mark Sullivan, um, you can uh, pick it up. In, this is Amazon published you, I read. 
That's right, Lake Union Publishing, which is a division of Amazon Publishing. Yeah. Excellent publishing house. Mm -hmm. yep. That's, but we would like people to buy it at their local, local bookstore. bookstore. They can do that, too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. All right, so we have to ask you, you know, what's the last great book that you read? The last great thing I read was The Underground Railroad um, by Colson Whitehead. I thought that was just brilliant. I I had a tough time watching the adaptation of it. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. I could not. I couldn't. Yeah, that show was, was too hard. It was too hard to watch. Yeah. Painful. Yeah, but I, I mean, the book was just absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Okay. That was the well, Mark, last one I loved. We can't wait to read Beneath the Scarlet Sky because we read um, The Last Green Valley first. So we're going to read that and we'll look forward to the television event, uh, you know, the news that you have. And thank you for being thank with you. us. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Okay. Bye -bye. Uh